You're listening to Campus Review Radio. Hello, it's Wade Zaglis here, the Education Editor for Campus Review. Last week we published an article based on some fascinating findings about the kindness of strangers. According to research led by uh, UWA's Dr Cyril Gruter and a team of researchers from Edith Cowan University, kindness to strangers is linked to one's socioeconomic status. The higher it is, the kinder you are, basically. Today I'm talking to Dr Gruter about the findings and some interesting questions they pose. Dr Gruter, if you could, could you briefly explain the methodology you used to come up with with these findings? So in order to answer the question of whether people from different walks of life differ in terms of how cooperative they are, we used a very simple but powerful field experiment. So we used the lost letter technique, which was first used in the 1960s by an American social psychologist called Stanley Milgram. Mm-hmm. So what we did <clears throat> essentially did is Uh, We dropped 300 letters in residential suburbs of varying socioeconomic status around Perth. Maybe I should mention that the letters were actually dropped by my student, Grace Westlake, Mm -hmm. and I was her supervisor. So we placed the letters face up on the sidewalk, and we did that on Friday evenings to avoid postmen encountering the letters on weekdays. And we then tallied how many of those letters were picked up by passersby and put in the mail. And the number of letters that were returned was a good measure of cooperativeness or altruism. Mm -hmm. I would actually say that this remains one of the best ways of measuring truly altruistic behavior because returning the letter doesn't benefit that person and it actually incurs the hassle of taking the letter to a post box. And we also developed a novel method. We posted 300 letters to letterboxes of residential houses but we deliberately used a false name of someone who did not live there. And then we counted how many recipients returned the letter to the sender. And again, that was um, meant to give us an estimate of how um, altruistic people are. Um, In the study, you can only really speculate why it is that high SES um, suburbs or individuals are kind of just strangers with some possible reasons including cognitive ability, self-control and high levels of socialisation. Is identifying the reasons, if possible, the next part of your research? Well, as you said, the study is silent on why cooperative behaviour flourishes in areas where educated people live. But we can, of course, offer some educated guesses as to why we found that pattern. And I personally believe that if a person grows up in an environment where everyone helps everyone, that person is more likely to imitate these kind-hearted role models. And education could be the engine of a process whereby we become exposed to those norm-abiding citizens and we then internalize the expectation of being good Samaritans. And the result of that process is that educated people become more community-oriented and more helpful. And as for the second uh, question, we currently don't have any plans to delve uh, further into the reasons for the link between SES and kindness. If we wanted to do that, we would need a different methodological approach than the lost letter technique. We Mm. would probably have to conduct surveys. However, um, we are planning another study 
where we try to understand the evolutionary motives for helping a stranger. So instead of just recording whether a letter arrived at its destination, we want to observe what happens when people encounter a letter on the sidewalk. And I think examining under what conditions people return lost letters would be really interesting to help understand why or what cooperation in this context actually means. In particular, I'm interested in finding out if people are more likely to pick up a letter when they are being observed and when they are with members of oh, the opposite okay. sex. Yeah, that would be interesting. Maybe, yeah. maybe I can say a little bit more about that. Why would people be more likely to pick up a letter when they are with members of the opposite sex? Well, there's a hypothesis that altruism is a form of courtship display that men use to attract women. So guys use altruism to advertise their good character and to show off to a mate. Mm -hmm. And according to this hypothesis, altruistic individuals will be desirable as romantic partners. And we could also predict that people are more likely to pick up a letter when they are being observed. Yeah. If people are more likely to pick up a letter, if others are around observing them, then there may be reputational benefits. Mm -hmm. Yeah, d definitely. Or, or feelings of guilt or... Yeah. Yeah, they all that kind of stuff as well. Exactly. Um, one of our readers made what I thought to be an interesting remark about Maslow's hierarchy of human needs that everyone seems to know about. Um, they postulated that if you are at the very top of that um, pyramid, perhaps the icing on the cake is, is being able to help others. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, uh, you know, if you have everything... You've achieved everything. Is is uh, helping helping others? You know something that you know you live for. I don't know. Right. Uh, yes. Um, I agree that more basic needs must be satisfied before individuals can attend to needs that are higher up in the hierarchy. Mm -hmm. um, so someone who doesn't have stable access to basic needs such as housing and food may be preoccupied with meeting those needs and may care less about helping a stranger. And there's also evidence that people in low-end suburbs are more present-oriented and they have lower levels of self-control because they may not believe in distant rewards. And when you have a short time horizon, you are probably less likely to engage in behaviors without immediate benefits. Mm -hmm. And there's also research showing that residents of socioeconomically deprived areas they often have a lower sense of control over their environment, so they may believe that there is no benefit to behaving altruistically as it will not change their environment, right? Mm -hmm. So these are possible reasons for why people in low-end suburbs were less likely to post um, a lost letter. Finally, why are you so interested in this area of research and how do you think it can help society in a way? Oh, that's a very good question. Um, I guess the reason I'm interested in, in this is because humans are a very cooperative species. And we see this every day. We hold the door open for someone. We give directions to perplexed tourists and we give to charity. So we go out of our way to help a stranger in distress. And sometimes we even risk our own lives to save others. Remember those three Americans who took it upon themselves to apprehend a terrorist on a Paris-bound train a few years ago? Yeah. So this is quite amazing. So all of this goes against the view that humans act only in their own interest and are profit maximizers, so to speak. Although I have to say that some economists, they still see humans that way. But to me, 
all of this shows that we care about the welfare of other people. Mm -hmm. We are pro-social. But why? And are all people equally cooperative? So these are fundamental questions about human nature. Yeah. And cooperation is obviously a very popular topic in the behavioral sciences because it's so perplexing. But many studies have been done in lab environments. And what we wanted to do is to conduct a naturalistic experiment. So that's why we chose the lost letter technique. And we've already discussed that there's now quite robust evidence that people living in socioeconomically deprived areas are less likely to cooperate. But until we conducted our experiment, we didn't really know what exactly it is about socioeconomic status that makes people more or less cooperative. So we were speculating that it could be economic resources, wealth, or crime levels, or maybe educational attainment and occupation. And with this particular study, we wanted to fill that knowledge gap. And as it turns out, education has a really strong effect on helping behavior. Um, so your second question was about how um, this research can help society. Mm -hmm. um, this, is a, this is a tough one. I mean, our research obviously offers insights into community attitudes. And I guess local councils may find these findings useful. They may even use some of those to, to develop policies. And the, you could also argue that those results can aid charities and crowdfunding organizations in directing their efforts yeah. to where they will likely receive the greatest return. Absolutely. But I think the, the, the most important conclusion we can draw from this research is that if we want to create a kinder environment, we should invest in education. Cyril Gruta, uh, thank you so much for speaking to um, Campus Review. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much.